All right, it's time now for the second intermission here at Conti Forum with Merrimack and BC all tied up at 3-3. Mike Macnick and John Leahy with you. And Mike McMahon joins us now from the Mac Report. And Well, Mike, I'm going to give you two numbers here, 15 and 25. Number of years, number of games since Merrimack has won in this rink. About six minutes into this uh, second period, I think you could have forgiven a lot of Warrior fans if they thought those streaks were about to come to an end. Now I'm not so sure. Yeah, you know, it's pretty amazing to watch BC do what they do. Uh, it's funny, I said to, to Merrimack this ID, uh, Louis Spina, right right when they took a 3 nothing lead, I'm like, you know, this isn't over yet. Because there's 12, about 12 minutes or so left in the second period, whatever it was when it happened. And uh, so, you know, this team, I, I've seen it plenty of times, them score in bunches. Uh, well, they'll get three or four on you in a five or six minute stretch, and that's that's exactly what happened right following the lead. So, uh, as quickly, as good as the feeling was on that bench, I think probably when they were up 3 nothing. Um, quickly dissipated, but, you know, still, I think if you told these guys, if you told Mark Dennehy on the bus on the way here, that coming into the third period, they'd be 3-3 with BC in this rink, I'm pretty sure he'd take it. Now, we've seen this happen before, right? You get up on BC, and it happened to them against UMass earlier in the year. They, they were ahead, and, or rather, UMass was ahead, BC comes back and ends up winning the game, and here's the question. Better off having this happen in the second period when there's still a lot of time left to play, which means not only do you have a chance to win the game, but so do they. Or better if it happened late in the game and then you still got a point on the road. Uh, you know, I, I think given the fact that, that BC has been winning as much as they have, I think it's 27 in the last 28, uh, I, I think you'd probably rather it happen in the third. I, I think I think you're happy if you're Merrimack, you're happy with the points. I'm uh, not saying that at this point you should play for the tie or anything like that, but uh, I, I think as hot as Boston College has been, they're without a doubt that they're the consensus number one team in the country, uh, the unanimous number one team in the country. I, I think you've got to be happy with the points. Mark Denny, he's talked a lot this week. I know he talked with you. He talked to us before the game about compete level and uh, needing guys to compete in field. They did that well enough last uh, weekend in the two games that they lost at home to BU and UConn. So you have a game here tonight where it looks like the compete level is pretty good through uh, you know, 25, 26 minutes or so, and then you have BC ratcheted things up a bit, and now they put the pressure on them again. So I guess we're going to find out more about whether or not they're ready to, to compete at this level with a team like BC. Yeah, I, I don't think they look really well. Uh, and I think a lot of it comes down to BC so fast, you've got to do something to try to neutralize that speed. Uh, and I think they've done a really good job along the boards, whether it's been just, just slowing them down, whether it's being physical near the wall or, or just pinning guys to the wall in the defensive zone, trying to dig the puck out and work it up the ice as opposed to uh, you know trying to make a big play. So they've done a lot of those little things well. Uh, you know, you know, We all talk about the little things, but it's something that they've done well for the last two years. I, I think got away from last weekend to an extent. So uh, it's good to see them get back to some of those little things in the zone, winning, winning those board back. It's so huge, especially against a team that can transition as well as BC can. And this will give us a 20 minutes here where, you know, adversity. A lot of times here throughout the season, it's facing adversity and how you respond to different situations. So we're going to find out in the third how the team responds to this situation. But I want to ask you, first of all, uh, Justin Mansfield on defense, your thoughts so far. You know, I thought he was good. Yeah, yeah I thought he was really well. Uh, for for a guy that hasn't, I, I know he did it in juniors a little bit, but, uh, you know, probably hasn't played the position. So he hasn't probably played the position regularly at all, uh, and certainly hasn't played back here in at least well over a year, so uh, it's a tough task asking him to do it, number one, asking him to do it against a team like Boston College as fast as they are uh, is, is even a bigger task, but I, I think he's a great. How about the lines? A lot of changes, a lot of you know, lines jumbled up and so on after this week. Uh, what's working and what's not working? I like Scotty's line. Uh, I, I think Myers, is, uh, Myers and Hustler have clicked well on that line with him. 
they've, they've got a lot of guys. I don't know what the faceoff numbers are, but uh, I think they've got the luxury of having guys like, like Rev Y for sure uh, and Scotty and even Brian Christie who are really good on draws. I mean, it, I think even in that first period, uh, they, they outdrew BC. So uh, that's something that it, it's such a small little minute part of the game. It's so important because it gives you possession. Uh, so I, I like the fact that they've got centers now that can win faceoffs because for a long time, that was, uh, you know, that was a weakness. Yeah, I can see in this game why the, the staff was so high on guys like Gustafson and Christie. I mean, Gustafson's getting a lot of good chances tonight. He's put one in already. Uh, Christie's made some nice plays to, to set up set up Gustafson for one. <laughs> Excuse me, but uh, you know, and those two guys, you put them together with Mike Collins, it's been a pretty good combination tonight. Yeah, Christie, I think, does a really good job of getting himself in the right place at the right time. Uh, and he skates really well, too. That, that's another big thing. I think that they've done a very good job in recruiting guys uh, that can come into a rink like this or, or a rink like UNH uh, against teams that can skate and they're able to, to, to be able to skate with them. Uh, because for a long time, that, that was just the biggest difference I think was that they, they couldn't keep up with some of these teams and now they've got guys like, like Christie, like Scotty, like Bates, like Bly, like Gustafson, uh, like Myers, you know, guys that can just keep up. You know, they can keep up in the skating department. Well, speaking of Gustafson, John Gustafson, tell us about his brother, Hampus, apparently uh, recently committed and he'll be arriving in, what, 2014? I think it's 2014, yeah. Uh, he's a a big kid. I think he's 6'4". Well, he's listed, I think, 6'4", 220 as a center. Uh, and another guy, we talk about draws, really good on the draw. I, I know the last year he had over in Sweden, he won, uh, for whatever league he was in, I forget the name of it, uh, won there. They had a best face-off award, I think is what it was called. And he won like 79% of his draws that year. I mean, just really good on the, on the, on the face-off. Obviously, he's a big body, too, and he can score. Uh, he, he's scoring at a pretty good clip right now in the North American Hockey League. So, uh, I think even, you know, with another year of juniors between when he gets here, uh, he's only going to be that much better. All right, thanks, Mike. We didn't get to touch on what's been going on with you, but I'm sure anybody listening knows uh, you can go to themacreport.com to read all about it. Uh, Mike's stringing now for the Eagle Tribune, so yes. you know, we'll read his story tonight on the Eagle Tribune, or t- tonight or tomorrow on theeagletribune.com, and in the newspaper. You can pick up the paper tomorrow, buy it, and, and read that story, and also working for College Hockey News. So, uh, I guess uh, king of all media, that's what we'll call you from now on. Does it sound good? I'm every Everywhere and anywhere, I like it. All right, thanks a lot, Mike. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mike. You too. All right, that's Mike McMahon. He's been our guest here. The score is Merrimack 3, BC 3. Right after this on WGAM, you're listening to Merrimack Hockey.